Hi, this is Jason Sohail Ascari. And this is Anna Ascari. I grew up and studied about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles all my life. And I never got the chance to watch any of the original series. The both of us were going to watch all 193 episodes of the original series. And give you a perspective from an expert. And a new viewer. This is what we call a Tata Recall. Alrighty, and welcome to episode 28 of Turtle Recall. I am Jason Sohail, and join with me as always is my ever so lovely and trying to teach our son how to roar uh, like a dinosaur wife, Anna. <laughs> For a second, oh boy, I thought uh, we don't get the. Uh, here is my uh, lovely wife. Oh, no, no, no. We always get that. Here is my lovely wife. <laughs> That's that's always coming. <laughs> give me a chance to sit here and record a podcast. <laughs> it gives you strength. It gives you stress because you're no, so not afraid. It's strength. Oh, it gives you strength. Yes. It gives you strength to know that your husband thinks you're lovely. <laughs> I'm gonna make sure that your great husband, your amazing husband, always lets you know that how lovely you are. <laughs> in today's episode we will be talking about turtles at the earth core so uh see that was the reason that i teach my son to to uh, roar like a dinosaur yes. for this episode in, in particular yes yes yeah i i totally believe it so uh something we are trying uh with this episode from uh going on uh and uh, we we're actually going to do our news section live. So when we get into that section, it might sound a little different. <laughs> but uh, so if you're listening to this podcast and you want to join us in the news section, uh, that's the only part we're doing live. We're not doing the whole podcast. Uh, well, the we will be doing the news section every Tuesday. At 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yes. Yes, and it's going to be on our YouTube channel, uh, Moving Lack Push. Yes, and it will be so much fun if you join. Yes, it's going to be so much fun. We want you guys to join. We want you guys to be in the chat. Come and talk to us. You know, and especially especially if we miss something and you're like, hey, you guys didn't talk about this. Yes, give us your news. Don't yeah, yeah, give us your news because I can tell you... There's a piece of news that um, we're going to talk about in the news section that I completely missed, I forgot to talk about last week. Because you know news is that uh, there's like teamwork, like April, Vernon. Yeah, April, Vernon, Irma, even like, you know, Burn Thompson, he, you know, goes and does something other than yell at people. Yes, what did you miss last week? Uh, the IDW games, the, uh, the Herman uh, figure. Uh-uh. Yeah, yeah, so I missed that announcement, so we're going to bring that up in the news, but I I meant to tell you about it last week, but uh, when I was, when I wrote down my news section, I just completely forgot that one. So, yeah, be sure to join us, but, you know, speaking of the news, let's get into the news. You ready? Yes. All right. The first one I want to talk about is uh you know the uh, the big one and uh we were going to be talking about super seven. Oh, that's so cool yeah oh uh, <laughs> but yeah we were talking about super seven and uh basically oh so 
Uh, the website, uh, Foosh, I think that's how you say, uh, their, their website, they have, like, their, it's a, uh, action figure heavy, uh, website. Uh-huh. So, uh, th they recently had an interview with Ryan Flynn, who is, uh, part of the Super 7, and I think he's, like, the, oh gosh, I'm already forgetting uh, what he is. He's, like, one of the top people. Uh, I, I don't want to say his actual title and then get it wrong, <laughs> especially now that we're live. <laughs> and, um... Endangered, endangered dog. I wanted to let us know that he loves a uh, metalhead. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, that's awesome. Uh, Me too. Right. So uh, they had a pretty lengthy like podcast with him, and he was talking about everything that's going on with Super Seven, basically from uh, from like the begin, like you know, from like uh, Thundercats, uh, uh, Disney, and of course he had to put in there Ninja Turtles because what we're going to be talking about. Uh -huh. uh, cool. Definitely check out that youtube video he has a lot of cool information but we're going to give you some of the highlights uh that that he talked about uh so the first thing is with super seven wave one the figures that you remember i have the Raphael. uh, -huh. uh so the, those first wave of figures they're really hard to find now and basically the reason why is like after they sold them like not many people wanted to take the chance on it because they didn't know who exactly Super 7 was. Okay. They know what, the, know what these figures are. And then when they released the figures, people were like, oh my gosh, I want these figures. Especially like when websites started to like, you know, do toy reviews on them. Like our, we did a toy review on Baxter. Uh-huh, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. And then everyone was like, oh my gosh, I really want these figures. And, but they were, like, they were already sold out. Oh, uh, okay. So what they said was... They are going to do a... So did they ever make other turtles than Raphael? Uh, well, uh, the other turtles haven't been released. The only turtle that has been released is Raphael. Uh -huh. And then Wave 1 also included Raphael, Baxter Stockman, uh, the Foot Ninja, the Foot Soldier, and uh, Splinter. Do you have all of them? Uh, well, the only one... I only got uh, the San Diego Comic-Con Baxter and Raphael. Okay. I didn't get... I didn't get the... Uh, other two, uh, mainly uh, because of, like, I mean, they are kind of pricey. They are for, like, $45 each. Uh -huh. And so... Are you sure it's because not because uh, you don't like a Splinter? <laughs> <laughs> a part of it is because I don't like Splinter. <laughs> yeah, that is definitely a, a big part of it. It's because I don't like Splinter. But... <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, well... Uh, so a lot of people who missed out on Wave 1, especially a lot, a lot of people didn't know about Wave 1, what they're, so but basically what he said, he's, they're trying to find a way to re-release Wave 1, and he wants to do it where the re-release is going to have something a little different. Oh. So, like, instead of, like, so, like, the weapons, like, that, like, the, like, they came with, like, Raphael, his weapons are brown, the, um, the, the Raphael, the Wave 2 Raphael, his weapons might be, like, tan. Uh -huh. Something, something minimal. And, uh, and, um, so that way that, that people who, that way that people who didn't get it before can actually get, like, the, can get the, um, can get the figures and without little, with very little change, and with the small change, it's not going to make it like the people who already got the figures felt like they missed out on. And uh -huh. it's almost kind of like, 
it's almost kind of like uh, when a comic book has like a second printing and they just kind of change the cover a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> like it's kind of in that or, or like, you know, in a, a, a comic book, they'll have like the words like, you know, second print or something like that. Yeah. Just so it's just for people who want it. And like, so that way the people who got it before, they still have that collectability yes, about yes. it. See, he's encouraging you to get a splinter. He's a... <laughs> Come on, a splinter. Come <laughs> on, no splinters. <laughs> oh, he says a metalhead is supposed to be bigger. Uh, yeah, because like well, over there, the uh, metalhead, uh, the, the metalhead figure that we have like on our um, on our picture is like uh, kind of small. Oh, okay. And he's but supposed to be like just taller. Yeah, taller. Um, but yeah, so that that's basically what's going on. So if you guys missed Wave One, uh, just keep a new, just keep up with Super Seven. There's going to be. Uh, there's chance like they're talking about already re-releasing Wave One, which is good because you know a lot of people like missed out on it, and obviously you don't want to pay those like eBay prices because those are like astronomical. Oh. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the other one is actually uh, someone we're gonna talk about a figure that we actually have a picture of right here, and that is April. Uh, he was talking about how they're going to be doing a redesign on April. Like so, this picture that we have, this is like the original picture. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't, I don't. They don't actually have like he never. They never actually have like a release of like what the the figure is actually going to look like. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But a lot of people didn't like the design. Um, the face is like um, not the best. Right. Exactly. And he was explaining that. So Brian was explaining that you know, hey, we're trying to do. We're trying to get it to like the the close to the original figures. But then he he's taken like the he's taken like the consumer feedback um and like you know they're just seeing that like they're just not liking how it looks uh-huh. and so they're gonna be doing this a redesign to make her just a lot better looking. Uh, I never pay attention. Does April has that green line in the original? Thing? No, no, that no in the original figure she had it, but not in the not in the show. Uh-huh. And also, don't forget with a Super Seven, these figures—they're supposed to look like the action figures. They're not supposed to look like the show. Uh-huh. So, because these were what the original action figures actually looked like. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, that—that's that's why like some of the characters like they look off, and it's and like he explained like, uh, actually he explained that you know he didn't actually watch Ninja Turtles. He was too old for uh, the show. Really? Yeah, and, but he collected the action figures. So, like, that's why, like, he had, like, no desire to go. And also with that's NECA. That's so interesting. So, yeah. uh, he's the, uh, like, the CEO? Well, like, 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 I think he's, like, uh, I think he's, he's one of the top executives. I don't know his actual title. That's so cool. So, like, and I don't, that's why I don't want to say it. <laughs> Especially when we're live, I can't, you know, I can't edit this now. <laughs> but... No, I just don't want to make you nervous. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 I'm good. Uh, but yeah, so, so that's what's uh, so that's what's going on with April. They're, so if you pre-ordered April, expect a redesign. They they said that they're gonna show like the uh, photos for the people who like, pre-ordered and that kind of stuff. And I'm sure that's gonna be out uh, in the wild once the redesigns like come out. Uh, but yeah, the, but this is not the final. This is not the, her final design, and it promised to look better. Uh, the other thing that should be getting Ninja Turtle fans happy is one thing they mentioned was Usagi Ujimbo. They asked him if like, oh, do you guys have the license for Usagi? And he just flat out said, oh, Usagi's coming. He said it's not in the wave, next wave, but Usagi's gonna come. 
Oh wow! Wow. So yeah. So that's awesome. Uh, Usagi's coming. Um, I so, can't wait to see that. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. I have the original Usagi. I have. The, I don't know if I ever showed it to you. But, I think I saw it. Yeah. I have the original Usagi figure. I'm definitely gonna get Usagi. If you remember, in one of the conventions, we were looking at the uh, yes. classics. Yes. I yes. Saw yes. Usagi. Yes. That's right. That's right. Exactly. And then the last thing I want to talk about. All right. So obviously, we're. Um, we're talking about everything that's been previously released. You know, there's only been three waves of the Super 7 uh, figures. Uh-huh. Well, October, that's like when there. That's when uh, October is when we're going to finally get Wave 4 announced. And, of course, Wave 4 is, you know, Dantel is going to be in that wave. Because it's the only Dantel, it's the only Ninja Turtle they haven't released yet. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, that's the old. That's the only one we know for sure that's coming in wave four. Uh, but uh, it, not alone. yes, exactly. He's the last. He's actually he's the last one. But so uh, it, they should be announced on October 9th. and uh, so on October 9th, Super Seven is doing a spectacular still at home a con <laughs> like that's like they're just kind of like they're they're kind of their special uh like virtual convention oh okay yeah so and and then we're gonna get a uh, new that's when they're gonna announce the new wave and we'll find out what all the the all the figures that's coming for the wave four we have a new guest. <laughs> yeah, we have. Oh, okay, so Jose says, "Well, I pre-ordered this wave. Would like to see the new designs. I uh, hope. Yeah. So I don't know if the new designs have been finalized yet, but those. But it should be like hope. It should be coming soon. I wouldn't be surprised if they show the new design at this new, uh, convention. This new uh, virtual uh, convention." But yeah, so uh, basically, if you guys are a big fan of Super Seven, or if you are very curious on like what stuff they have, they're gonna have uh, released, uh, you know, definitely check out their their website. Or uh, I, I'm guessing they're gonna have live streams. Uh, like last weekend was Hasbro's um, uh, virtual convention, and I watched a bunch of that. That was like some exciting stuff. So uh, I can't wait to see what Super Seven has to say. And then obviously. After October 9th, we will come back and we'll we'll revisit Super Seven again. Yes, exactly. Yeah, so so some really exciting stuff. Uh, all right, but that's all we got. I'm hoping that one of these companies like release some Halloween action figures. <laughs> oh, like the Ninja Turtle Halloween action figures? Yes. I would love. Oh my gosh, if uh, I would love if someone like re-released those Halloween you know how much I love the Halloween action figures yeah and I mean you know I have you know I have all of them and like well I have all like Ninja Turtles they made another one in the original set I never got those but one of them was like April Bride of Frankenstein I, I wish I wish like I saw that when I was a kid but I loved I loved like I had the original ones where they glue in the dark uh, Don was a Raphael was a vampire Raphael was a mummy Leah was a werewolf and Mikey was a uh, Frankenstein Oh, that would be very cool. Yeah, Especially yeah. this year that Halloween is sabotage. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, you know, if Super 7, if you're listening to us, you know, please, thank you for listening to us. <laughs> <laughs> and we're live now. <laughs> but if you are listening to us, uh, you know, be sure to, you know, include, uh, you know, uh, be, be sure to include uh, uh, the uh, the Halloween action, the Ninja Turtle action figures. I would totally rebuy all of those. <laughs> all right. All right. So that's all. That's everything we have to say about 
uh, Super 7. The next thing I want to talk about is something I actually completely missed last week. What is this? What is this? Exactly. All is right. It a snake or what? <laughs> it is a hermit crab. Oh. And his name is Herman. Oh. <laughs> All right. So what we are looking at is the miniature design for IDW Games' uh, latest figure that they announced that's coming to the Mutanimals expansion pack, which is Herman, the hermit crab. Oh, Herman Crab. Yeah, so... Oh, it's, it's, a, it's a cool name. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, this character is coming to the uh, IDW Games uh, uh, board game. Uh, they actually announced it, like, two weeks ago. I just forgot to mention the last podcast. <laughs> so, now I'll mention it here. Um, Hi, Ben. This is my next favorite character. Yeah, so so few things about Herman. Uh, Herman is the IDW original character. Uh-huh. Uh, he's... Like, uh, there's no, like, uh, there's no animation of him in any the, in the other series. Like, they, they created him in IDW. Um, and, uh, so, yeah, that's... He's really... a bad guy? No, he's a good guy, actually. He's part of the Mutanimals team. Like, you know, with, uh-huh. uh, like, with Old Hob and Slash and, uh, th- those characters. Okay. Yeah, so, uh, th- and, like, basically, he's a hermit crab, and instead of a shell, he has a dumpster on his back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so... I actually have had the opportunity to actually play as this character because, you know, I've been playing playtesting. Oh, cool! Yeah! Oh, uh, he's actually really... How do you like it? Actually, I like it a lot. Um, So, one thing about this character is his movement is very, like, slow. Like, he only moves, like, two spaces. <laughs> <laughs> like, when, whenever you get a skateboard, you, get, you only move, like, two spaces. So, he doesn't move, like, uh, far. But he has some really powerful attack cards, and like, uh, like he probably throw some, uh, some stuff. No, he doesn't throw some stuff. He has like you know he has guns and that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, no, the one thing what you can do with him is, uh, so in the game when you're jumping from a roof and if you land on a dumpster, you can actually like you don't have to take damage if you land on a dumpster. So you can actually have Herman. Um, stand at the edge of a building, and while you can have your other have another character like just leap off the building, and then they don't have to worry about like finding a ladder or like taking the damage for. Um, so they jump on the. Yeah, yeah. Basically, they jump on him because you oh. treat him as dumpster. The other Poor cool. Herman. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the other cool thing about Herman is that there's a uh, mode you can go to when you get hit in the game, and if you like if. If a person attacks you um, and you take damage, it's called the it's called going a defensive, and you can change your action dice into uh, shells to so you can add more block dice uh-huh. uh, to your pool. And well, when you go on a defensive with Herman, uh, he actually uh, goes in there with the range attack. So he's the only character that does it because um, if you go on a defensive with anyone um, else. Like, it's shell. Even if that person's dice doesn't have, like, a, just a plain shell card, it has to be a plain shell. Uh-huh. But when you go in defensive with Herman, you go into the shell with the with the ninja star, which is, like, a range attack. So that means that when you go in defensive, you actually still have an attack uh, to go with it. And especially, like, especially if you, if you roll something and, like, you get, like, all, like, skateboards or something like that. Uh-huh. Um... Uh, 
and you're like, oh man, I really need to attack. If someone, if you, if a bad guy attacks you, you can go and like use that opportunity to actually uh, change those um, those movement into attack uh, options. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, uh, Herman. Um, if you guys play the IDW game, uh, the uh, the Venture System, he's a really fun character. You guys will love him a lot. Uh, and yeah. Um, that's pretty much all we got. Uh, <laughs> I know you don't play the game much. I've been playing. The no, game. but I I paint these uh, figures, so yes, uh, they're yeah. interesting for me. Yeah, exactly. All right. So uh, speaking of IDW, uh, um, so we talked about this a few months ago, and it it is the last run. You know, it was originally supposed to come out in August. And uh, this is like you know the the last project that uh, that Eastman and Layard like did together. They're finally putting it out, and uh, like you know they're doing some updates to it and everything. It was supposed to come out in August uh, because of COVID nineteen. It got delayed. Uh, well, the good news is is that they already started printing issue one. So oh, I'm very curious, like how this comic will be <laughs> yeah i'm really i mean i'm really curious how this comic will be too i'm, I'm really it, it's i i believe uh don't quote me on this uh but i believe it's supposed to be a five issue uh series i think it's only supposed to be five issues do you know anything about this story uh okay the only thing i know about the story is that uh there's only one it's it's in the future like you know so like however many years in the future there's only one turtle but we don't know which turtle it is so out of the four turtles, only one of them survived. Oh no! I know, I know, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a darker story. It's a, it's it, it, um, it's a darker story. But like, we don't know which turtle that is, and that's why the that's why this turtle he has like all four of the weapons. I have a feeling he's a he's a kind of mutation of like the four of them. You think he's? A, oh, he could be. We'll find out. We'll find There's out. There's no way they get rid of the. Oh, that's well, this is, and he has all the weapons. So. This is supposed to represent the final story for the franchise. <laughs> There's no final story for the franchise. There will never be a final story for the franchise. See, the franchise is going to live on like well past them, all of us. Exactly. <laughs> but, see when we go to the superhero movies and let yeah. them like die and, yeah. and then i tell you no worry he come back <laughs> exactly no you're you're absolutely right about that but yeah uh but but yeah it is but the last one has is uh printing so that means it is still on schedule to be released on october 28th of this year uh -huh. so uh that's the good news about that like you know because a lot of people were bummed it was delayed and like you know it's, it's on not its way. so far no 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 to be honest it's not too far it's like about about almost like it's almost like two months. Uh, or no, it's a month away. I'm sorry. We're already at the end of uh, September. Yes, Holy. it's just one month. Yes, exactly. One month away. All right. And the last thing I want to talk about, uh, we're going to talk about, and it is still uh, Ninja Turtles. And uh, that is IDW has announced uh, this. It is a reprinting of a, a, of, it's a Ninja Turtles reprint comic. Uh -huh. And it's actually kind of cool, but and I, I like this concept. So this is going to be released uh, tomorrow, actually. And the first one is uh, the Best of Raphael. And basically, uh, it's it's six dollars, 
but it's a hundred pages. A hundred pages. A hundred pages. Yeah, a hundred pages. Yeah, but they're reprints of stories, so it's going to be like just a, a collection of uh, classic uh, turtles. They're all in colors. Uh, well, yeah, it, it, yeah, it, it's going to be. Well, I don't know if the, uh, they're all going to be in colors because like like if like uh if they do some of the past stories like the Mirage stuff that might be in black and white. Uh huh. But. They're basically, they're taking some of the past stories, like, some of the best moments, and, like, putting those, those comics, like, together, and it's gonna be, like, it's not just gonna be from IDW, it's gonna be for, like, IDW Mirage, maybe even some Archie in there, who knows, maybe the, uh, you know, IDW's done the image, um, uh, stuff, uh, reprints, so we might get some of that in there, too. Oh, cool. Yeah, I think so- I probably have to order one of these for me, just... Yeah. That I can feel that I can fold it. <laughs> I can flip the pages. You can flip the them. pages and fold it and everything, so that, and that someone doesn't get mad at you. Yes, practice designing. Turtles. Yeah, but yeah, it it's gonna be it's something like uh, pretty cool looking. Uh, like I'm really excited for it. Um, like I don't. This is something like I'll probably go personally. I'll probably get digitally. Uh, but. Like, it's a good way to get reprints. It's a good way to get people who are like, you know, I'm really interested in Ninja Turtles, but I don't know what to read. Yeah. Because I get that a lot. And, like, especially, like, for people, like, it's hard. It's hard for, like, to get to people be like, okay, read this. But then, like, but then you're committing them to read into a story, into a uh, thing. Mm -hmm. And so, at least this way, you're getting them to actually read like like you know like some like the best snippets of the person and like and so if they read something they're like you know i really want to know more about this they can go and like uh find especially like this day where uh comics are like digital are digital and like um and everything like it's not that hard to go track down uh some of these past issues yes right all right honey that is all we have for the news uh you ready to get into the episode yes all right so this week we are going to be talking about the episode Turtles at the Earth Core, which is season three, episode ten. This was directed by Bill Wolf and written by Michael Reeves. The, and this originally aired on October 6, 1989. You want to give us a summary? Oh my god, summary. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I forgot about doing summary. This uh, this episode was about all dinosaurs. This is <laughs> so for some reason, uh, the dinosaurs came to the city, and some turtles went to a place like that. It was all dinosaurs and everything. I don't know how they end up to that place. Uh, I know Krang did something, and there was a crystal. They wanted to um um the Shredder wanted to um, sold that crystal for the uh, crank and then um, turtles were working with the dinosaur and uh, to like to, um, to get the crystal back and everything yeah pretty much you pretty <laughs> much uh, had it right there <laughs> so uh, something I do want to talk about the title of this episode the title is actually a a uh, pun on the movie title, um, or maybe it's a book title. I think it's a movie, but it, but it's uh, must be a pun on uh, Tarzan 
um, at the Earth core. So uh, they just replaced Tarzan with turtles. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, this, you know, kids, kids, boys, especially our son, he's like, he's discovered what dinosaurs are. Kids like dinosaurs, boys. Oh, my God, they love it. I, I thought I always thought it's just a symbolic thing, but no, they're little boys. They love dinosaurs. Little boys love dinosaurs. So when you have something that's, like, huge, like Ninja Turtles, how do you make it even bigger? You just add dinosaurs in it. <laughs> uh, I, uh, something I do want to... Uh... At 6 o'clock in the morning, our little son brought a book about dinosaurs for me to read. No, he brought it. <laughs> I 100% believe it. This is actually what, uh, what at Dilf, uh, Dilfasor13 uh, from Twitter had to say about this episode, which is kind of ironic because this person's name is the dinosaur that's in the episode. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, not like no first like this is the first comment we got from this person which is amazing <laughs> and uh so so glad you you found us and hopefully you listen to a podcast but this is what uh but but this is what what this person had to say Dante inspired me to go all in on my paleontology special interest as a kid so while the accuracy of the episode is sketchy in hindsight having Dante confirm he was into paleontology too. Af- after that decision was made, makes this a favorite of mine. Oh, cool. Yeah. He also says, also, Stan Dippy. And, all right. I, all right. We're, we're old folks here. All right. All right. Okay. One of us is old. The, the other one is not from this country. And, well, uh, I like, as soon as I... Oh, I read the thing, Stan Dippy. I'm like, what? what is that supposed to mean? I had to actually reach out to the young folks. Uh-huh. And apparently when you write Stan, that means like you're really obsessed with something. So, the, so this person uh, really likes uh, Dippy the Dinosaur, which is a character we meet in this episode. Uh-huh. Which, obviously, this had to be a favorite episode of, uh, for uh, uh 13, because uh, the person makes a reference uh, to Dippy, and like, remembers that character, the, the dinosaur's name. So that's amazing. It's cool. So what was that science thing that is that? Uh, paleontology? Yes, it's about... Uh, that's a, Okay, so paleontology is the, the, the science study of, like, everything that's like prehistoric like mainly it's dinosaurs uh-huh. but like uh like so anyone that's like into like the dinosaur history or in that kind of science they're uh they're paleontologists uh-huh. yeah and I so don't know, i want to share it so i suddenly i felt i want to share it with the dinosaur <laughs> you want to share it with the dinosaur yes. i'm pretty sure there's a lot of shirts out there with dinosaurs i'll find you a shirt with a dinosaur on it <laughs> I feel like it's 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 needed in my life. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you know, we'll we'll make sure we we will make sure you have a dinosaur. Now I know, I know the big dinosaur craze happened in the early '90s, so like a little after this one, and that was because like you know we had that movie Jurassic Park, but like you know as I said, even then like when I was a boy, I had a dinosaur book, and I loved the dinosaur book. <laughs> So I'm not surprised that my son like wakes you up at six in the morning to bring you a dinosaur book because he wants you to read it to him. <laughs> he 
You know what? Maybe he wants to be a paleontologist as well. <laughs> Alright, so let's go ahead and break, start breaking down this episode. So... So before you, you, before you go to this part, isn't it they made a, some... Uh, like in classic toys, there were some toys of um, turtles with dinosaurs? Yes! Yes, there were. So, okay. Uh, I never... You know, um, this like these are like figures I wish I got as a kid because I remember I kept seeing them, and both my brother and I we kept seeing them. We we're like, oh, we're we're gonna get them, but they were a little bit more expensive. I want to say they were ten dollars because it came with a turtle and a dinosaur, and so because of that, they were they were a little bit more expensive than like you know like the five dollar action figure, but uh -huh. um, so. But, like, yeah, they made, like, two packs, and it was, like, each turtle, and, like, the turtle, like, they look more like cavemen. Uh, -huh. uh Well, like, you know, like, well, they're cave turtles, I should say. Uh, but, like, they had, like, that more, like, that, uh, like, that Neanderthal uh, look. And, and then they came with, like, a dinosaur, and they can actually, like, ride on top of the dinosaur. And, like, now, like, those are, like, worth, like, so much money. <laughs> like, uh, for, uh, on, like, you know, the, like, the action figure market. But, but yeah, they, they did make the, but they, they made the, those, I want to say, oh, like, a few years after this episode aired. And I know this, it was not based off this episode. Yeah. I'm hoping, I know we already talked about the news. I'm hoping Super 7 make those. <laughs> it would actually be cool. There's a lot of stuff, I would hope. A Super 7 makes... There's a lot of, like, classic figures I would love. Like, oh, yeah! If, can you make this again, too? Like... <laughs> so, let's go back to the episode. Alright. So, at the beginning of this episode, we have Donatello basically giving, like, the turtles this, like... Almost looks like a his, like a lesson. Like, like, it's almost like he's, like, taking them to school or something like that. Or, like, it's a business meeting. <laughs> like, you know, the only thing he's missing is PowerPoint. <laughs> and, uh... But basically, he's saying, like, okay... The, like, he's basically saying, like, okay, we need to make a plan because the Technodrome could be here, could be here. Like, it, he's just basically, like, mapping out, like, scenarios that Shredder and Crank can do with the Technodrome to bring the Technodrome back to Earth. <laughs> And then, while this happens, like, April comes in the sewer, and she's like, oh, hey, you know what? I want to go on vacation. Help me choose a place. And she has, like, all these pamphlets, and the only place I can recognize from the pamphlet is actually um, Paris, because it had the Eiffel Tower. I don't know, maybe one of them was Hawaii, because one of them had, like, a beach ball and a sail or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> so when the show started, like, uh... Uh, Splinter start talking. Right. But uh, before we can, I know I don't want to say anything bad about Splinter, but uh, I think there was a mistake. There was no lip sync. Oh, his mouth wasn't moving. No. All right. Uh, I then, totally I, then... I missed that one. I'm gonna say that. But I know there are some there are several parts of this episode where people talk and their mouths aren't moving. Yes. Later the like later the when it was the it was a closer shot. It was. Animating, but at the beginning, no, there was not. There was not, yeah. And, like, we've seen this. Like, this is not our first time we've seen, like, the, like, or it's almost, like, almost looks like a still image. And, like, the someone's, like, talking. Like, wait. <laughs> wait, did, did, did I press pause on the DVD or something like that? He was actually 
like walking. Oh, he was lo- walking. Okay, he's walking, but not not talking. Yes. Yeah. No, we we've seen this before. It's it's a it's a common mistake. You know what common mistake from this series we haven't seen in a while. I want to say, and like it bums me because I haven't had a chance to play the sound effect. And it's been like I want to say at least like four episodes I've not been able to pa- play the sound effect. And also this episode we haven't seen Ron Targle talking in a while. Yes, yes. Well, like what what happened to you, animators? Did you guys like get good all of a sudden? Did you start paying attention? <laughs> I mean, what you whole... doing our life? I know exactly. It was our fun. It, that was our fun. Give back. I'm sure they're gonna give back. I know they're gonna give back. <laughs> they will. Yes. Oh. Oh. Yeah. 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 But but yeah, like you know the, the whole them like their lips not moving. Uh, that's something normal. Like you know, it, it's something like we've seen it before. I'm sure we're gonna see it more times. We see it again later in this episode. Okay. Yeah. Just to let you know, I don't like hazelnut uh, cream. <laughs> you don't like the hazelnut cream? <laughs> so, so uh, every time we uh, record, we like to drink coffee. Like, uh, well, Anna drinks coffee. I don't like coffee. I, I drink, like, hot chocolate because I'm a wimp. <laughs> this is the only way, like, we agree to, uh, to do this podcast is if Anna has coffee. We have to make sure Anna's happy or else there's no podcast. And, uh, well... We we accidentally got hazelnut creamer when we were supposed to get uh, chocolate creamer, and uh, you know it, it was a mistake. We just <laughs> after we got it, we just we were lazy. We didn't want to go back to the store and be like, "Hey, can I can I like exchange this?" Like you know we're like we're just gonna own up to it. So I, I gave her the hazelnut creamer. Obviously, it's not her favorite. <laughs> <laughs> So we're going to have a lot of hazelnut creamer. <laughs> or it's going to go pour it in the backyard. <laughs> All right. Let's, so get back into the episode. At this point, uh, like, you know, while they're trying to decide where April should go for vacation, all of a sudden the sewer starts shaking. They're like, oh, what's going on? And, like, they, the turtles, like, do this, like, you know, this, this shaky voice kind of effect. And everything. If I was turtles, I wouldn't live in the sewers because from time to time you see that uh, sewers is shaking and the ceiling all comes right. off. Right. Right. Well, so if you were a turtle, where would you be living? I mean, obviously you can't live in the house. I mean, I, who, like you know, you can't let the people know that you exist. <laughs> oh, live in a mountain. You live in a mountain. You know what? That's a good. Uh, that's a good place to live. You in. see, I I watch so much DIY. <laughs> yes, yes, you do. <laughs> Savage dogs. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, but yeah, the, the turtles are doing like this shaky voice. There was at one point where the screen wasn't shaking, and especially like they were in the streets, and Mikey was still doing the shaky voice, and I was like, what? Like it, like, like. Uh, it wasn't like 100% shaky, but it sounded shaky to me. <laughs> but we see that there is a dinosaur in New York. Yes, I was like, seriously? Is it a joke or what is it? It's no, like... there, there's no jokes in Ninja Turtles. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> At first, it, I don't know, it sounds like funny and like childish. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, there, but yeah there's a dinosaur crushing the cars like and everything and like the turtles are trying to figure out. What's going on? Especially the turtle, the dinosaur had like a 
cute face. Right, yes, yes. So uh, this is, so this is who we're going to, Dantel's going to name later on in the episode, he's going to name him Dippy. Like, obviously, like, this dinosaur wasn't, like, he was doing damage, but it was more of, like, a, like, a scared animal kind of damage uh-huh. kind of thing. And... A good-hearted dinosaur. Yeah, a good-hearted dinosaur. Exactly. He's, he's a good dinosaur. <laughs> and I'm sure Disney tries to forget about that movie since it made no money for them. <laughs> well, uh, so, we get some fourth wall breaking at this moment. Like, Leonardo says a line, and Raphael t- looks at the camera and, uh, like, you know, uh, addresses the audience on, like, the on the line that uh, Raphael, that Leonardo gave. And then, later on, like, um, like, the, the dinosaur, um, is away, and, and then, and, like, Mikey's like, oh, should, should we go after it? And Raphael said, well, it won't be much of an episode if we don't. <laughs> so... Uh, I love these moments. Yes. The, like, the, the moments where they are aware that this is a TV show, and, like, they're making fun of the fact. That's so cool. It's so cool. And, like, you know, obviously we're not, like, we're not going to get this in Ninja Turtles ever again. Probably not. Like, I cannot, like, Rise didn't even give us, like, uh, these kind of moments. Why you're uh, why you're saying that we are not gonna get it? Like like, I, I, I mean, like, in other, in other future Ninja Turtle projects, we're not going to get like the characters like talk about like like they're inside a TV show. Yes, but I mean it's all depends on the writer. Right, 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 right. It depends on the writers is just that like during that time it was acceptable. But now when people think of like action cartoons and everyone being mad onto it that Right, exactly. Like, yes, yes. Everyone will be bad. Everyone will be tweeting because, like, when they want, they want their action cartoons to be all action. They don't want like, like you know, they don't mind the cheesy stuff, but they don't want the immersion, the 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 illusion to be broken. They want like everything to be immersed and like because once once someone goes and say, "Hey, you're watching a cartoon," it like it ruins it for people. Like, I mean, like, you know, this was okay back then because, you know, they're addressing kids. Like, you know, but like, you know, like, you know, us us as an adult, like if this was like going on like now, we're like, oh, this, this show is like kind of hokey. We don't. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. But like, you know, no, me personally, I love these moments. And like, you know, if they did put this in a, like, you know, if they did, like, let's say, let's say they put this kind of moments in Rise where like they say like, oh. Hey, this is a cartoon series. Uh, like, you know, even if Rise, like, goes in there and says, Oh, hey, we know that you guys don't like this series as much as, like, the other series. And, like, just kind of poke fun at that. I will be, I would find it hilarious. <laughs> I know I know they don't want to do that because they don't want to break that uh, illusion. You know, I will say, one series that does, the one current series that does do this, like, I know... Is uh, actually uh, Teen Titans Go. They they've like mentioned like because like they have like uh, episodes and even like the the movie where they meet the uh, the other Teen Titans like they mentioned how like oh no one like no one actually really likes you guys but you guys have like good ratings <laughs> yeah so well, that was funny yeah yeah no it's hilarious uh, I, I I love it and like. Uh, so I think I like this kind of joke. Yeah, no, I, I personally I love these kind of jokes. We're just we just won't see it much. Like I don't think we're gonna see this like in a 
future, like any future like Ninja Turtle series or movies or anything like that, because they don't want to break that illusion for the people. They want to make it like, oh, we're, you know, they they're they're gonna be inside the show and we're not gonna break. There were I don't think we're ever gonna get them to like, you know, address us again or have them be aware that they're in a television show. Yeah. Yeah, and to be honest, like that's why a lot of people like Deadpool. Uh-huh. Because, you know, Deadpool, he break like, you know, in the movies, he, like, you know, he breaks that illusion. He's like, you know, he's like, oh, this is a movie. I know. And he, like, talks to us and everything. And then also, like, you know, uh, because that also originated in the comics, where in the comics, like, he makes, he is aware that he's in a comic. And, like, people like that. Like, I just, like, you know, so, um, it's just that they just don't want to like you know it's it's something like people like it as a as a comical thing uh-huh. but like but i don't think like it's gonna like come back like anytime soon <laughs> but yeah uh but also i want to say this about this episode this episode has a lot of like great like lines like from the characters like a lot of funny lines yes and there's a point okay so at this point they find out that the dinosaur came from this big giant hole that's in the middle of the road. <laughs> and and like uh like you know, Digo mentions like, oh, now we solved the case on like where the dinosaur came from. And Michelangelo is like holding on to the the hole the and everything. Edge. edge, yeah, he's holding on to the edge. And he's like, all right, how about this? <laughs> um, all right, now it's time we talk about the terrified turtle. <laughs> and just the way his his delivery, the way it was written, it was just so perfect. Yeah. And like, yes. I mean, I mean, you know, we've already talked about like Raphael's like fourth breaking lines, how great those were. This was a great line from like Townsend Coleman as Michelangelo. I mean, and I and then like you know we also have like other lines from like even the bad guys. Uh, th- we just have some great. We really do have one of the one of the lines that I wrote and I loved. It was when uh, April said that uh, I smell and use the smell, and then Rafa says that oh you're an sewer you smell so many more things. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. That was a great line too. Uh, yes, no, we we just got a lot of like funny lines, and then this is this is our classic episode where. Nothing's really taken seriously. And if, to be honest, in this episode, we should not be taking th- anything seriously. Because at this point in the episode, we find out that underneath the Earth is this prehistoric area <laughs> that, like, like that the dinosaurs survived in and that no one knows about. <laughs> and it has a sky and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there's a sky. There's a freaking sky. Underneath, underneath the earth. Uh, I, like, you know, there's waterfalls <laughs> underneath the earth. There's tar pits underneath yeah. the earth. I mean, you know. excitement. Exactly. Like, like you know, like, like all this, like, stuff. Like, uh, uh, like, this should not be possible at all. Like, I, I don't know. I've never been inside the mantle of the earth. So, like, you know, I mean, I, I know, you know, if you, like, study, like, the how, like, the earth is, like, is and everything, you know. They like whenever you see like the, the the um, layer of the, the, earth. the layer of the earth. You know we see like the crust is like 
this big and then the mantle is like this big and like you know because we live on the crust of the earth and like you know so like obviously we don't know what's inside the mantle but it's like i'm pretty sure there's not like a prehistoric area inside the mantle like i can kind of like kind of guarantee i don't know (laughs) I, i could be wrong if someone out there can prove me that i'm wrong i'm willing to listen but I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty I'll sure. Hope you're wrong. Yeah, I'm right. pretty sure there's no dinosaurs in the middle of the earth. Yeah, and also we find out like. We find out like that, Shredder and Krang they find they find this area by accident, but because they keep using the transport modules, and they use the transport modules so much <laughs> that they found this area and like and then like and then we also find out like. That apparently Rocksteady Bebop sent this dinosaur. I don't, we don't know how. And then because Shredder gets mad at him, he's like, "Oh, why'd you send this plant-eating dinosaur after him and not a Tyrannosaurus Rex?" <laughs> and like you know. But yeah, we. But yeah, at this point, we see Shredder and Rocksteady Bebop. They're in this prehistoric area that's underneath the Earth, and we. Isn't it? We we call it. A line from Krang that he said, "Sometimes I crack myself up." Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. And I'm trying to. Re- uh, he, I remember he said a line. I'm trying to remember why he said that. Obviously, he because he said something to insult, probably Shredder, because you know Krang likes to insult Shredder. But but yeah, he. But I do remember he said that line. I just right now I can't remember with a con. I think when he was looking at the screen uh, with the dinosaurs and everything. Probably. That's what I remember. Uh, uh, Probably, but yeah. So what I wanted to mention is that, like, I know you said that later we get a, um, like, a pink sky, red sky. Yeah, 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 we get a red sky in the last three seasons of the show. Uh Uh-huh. But this, in this episode, the sky was, like, very purple and very dark, I think. They uh, they made it to separate from the prehistoric like yeah yeah so obviously the artists over here they're doing something because like they gave this they gave this area a sky and obviously they don't want to give it too much of a sky because they're not they're 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 below the surface of the earth so obviously everything should be kind of dark and that's why we're seeing everything kind of purple. And it's kind of like night and everything. Now, okay. Let in reality, like we're like there, there's no light at all in this place. I mean, like yeah, like, like you know, um, the only the only thing that we see that's that is close to fire is the is the actual like lava crystal. Yeah, and then the crystal is like the only thing we can kind of accept that it's the light, but. You know, uh, later later in the episode, like you know, the bad guys they take the crystal, and like, but still, like we see the sky and everything, so it didn't like turn off. But like you know, but obviously they're taking some liberties here, because in reality, this cannot like you know, the reason why we got a sky and like we can see like how the streets look at night is because we still have a sun. <laughs> this is like. Out of the sun's area. It's like, you know, this would be like you're in the basement of the house where there's no windows. Yeah. And so, 
you need some sort of light source to see things. And obviously there's no actual light source here. Oh, like, you know, uh, unless if the dinosaurs like figured out a way, which I'm, but you know, they're still acting like savages. And, uh, so again with this crystal, like basically the plan is for Shredder and Krang, they want to take this crystal because they want to use this crystal to power the Technodrome to get the Technodrome back onto the surface of the earth. And that's their plan. They have some weird flying machine <laughs> that, like, you know, we never... I don't know if we ever see this again. I'm pretty sure we don't. Yeah. Uh, but, like, yeah, they have this, like, weird flying machine. It looks pretty cool. And it looks like something they can totally make a toy of. Because it, it doesn't look that fancy or anything like that. They could have just put this gray thing and, like, you know... Make it all cheap and then, like, paint a, uh, put a foot sticker on it. And then, here you go, kids. A new toy. The Foot Sky Skimmer. Uh, it doesn't do much. It just, like, in this episode, it just kind of just, it flies. But, like, the crystal's power made it that they couldn't get close to the crystal. And I, I think that was just the writer's way of, like, like, saying, like, if they're down here, why can't they just go grab it? Like, you know, they just want to, they, they want to give, a, give, a, give an excuse of, like, okay, why they're not grabbing it right away. And then, so at this point, the turtles have now made it into this area. Yes. And they use the blip. And, like... Yes. Uh, that was weird. It was, like, because uh, we were always wondering, like, where the blimp goes. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> now we know. Yeah, now we know. No. But, yeah, they they use the blimp. It, it, it's just, like, a weird concept. It's, like... Underneath like, the earth? Uh, yeah, underneath the earth. It's like, okay, you want to go somewhere that's underneath? So let's let's fly our airplane, like, <laughs> in in the hull. Uh, yeah. That's why Krang is a smart air, because he <laughs> used the, the modules. Yeah, yeah, he used the modules, exactly. I, I mean, uh, at this point, they probably didn't want to design a, a module for the turtles, like, because at the same time, like, like, you know, why would the turtles have a drilling machine? <laughs> it, like, so... And now, to be honest, at the end of the episode, when the turtles need to go back um, above, they obviously need a flying machine. So it makes that, that like, so, so it makes sense on, like, why the writers chose the blimp. But, like, it's just that, that first thing, you're kind of like, you're, you're flying underneath? I think the excuse was that hole that uh, Michael. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The excuse was that definitely the hole. The, the you know there there was a big hole. There's a big giant hole in like you know, uh, and I'm gonna talk when we when we get to the end of the episode. I'm gonna say some like big plot holes bigger than this hole that that they animate that they drew here. So I have I have a uh, I have a small. Reference for Thanksgiving here. Oh, I want to hear this. Oh, Mikey with the. Uh... Yes, because he first he first fall and then he hit the bird. Yeah. And then, I think he fall in the leaves and. And he falls on leaves. Yeah. So, uh, so okay. Didn't he hit like so? Did he hit a pterodactyl? Like, like what did he hit that had feathers in it? Yes. Or... Yes, one of those. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like, um. Uh, but like uh, now, I know. Okay, so during this time, this is like the late '80s. So during this time, it was 
thought and believed that dinosaurs did not have feathers. And recent studies have shown that because dinosaurs are more closely related to birds than to lizards, Uh that now uh, some of these updated dinosaur designs that they're uh, predicting, uh, they are, some of them, they're adding feathers into them because of, like, the genealogy that they're finding. So, but at this time, there was no feathers in dinosaurs. I mean, so it's kind of, like, odd that, like, Mikey, like, hit something that's, like, down here and had feathers in it. But but yeah, like uh, Raphael called him a turkey. Did you yes? Did did you know the closest animal that exists that from uh, the dinosaurs is a turtle? I did not know that. Yes, they they um, they call them like dinosaurs or something. They are like uh, the closest thing to dinosaurs. Oh no, that I one hundred percent did not know. That you know that could be why in the dinosaur ride in Disney World. Um, has that skeleton of a turtle. Yes. Yeah. Because they, they uh, in those days, uh, not the not the turtles that they, uh, not the sea turtles. Right. Actually, like the tortoise. The, the tortoise. Yes. The one that lives on land. Yes, those. Yeah. You know, um, you know, I have that Donatello alarm clock that goes off, like, each morning. Uh-huh. Uh, one of the things he does mention, he does mention that, uh, turtles have been around much longer than humans does. <laughs> like it, it uh, I, we mentioned this before. I think we mentioned this in the last podcast. But if you have a Google Home, set up one of the Ninja Turtles like alarms. Like it is hilarious. It is funny to wake up to. Uh, and I mean, you know, and if the rise, the rise of Ninja Turtles theme song is actually fun to listen to. Um, but it, it, I, I just like it that it's like different things like he says different things each day and so that, that's something i do like all right so speaking of funny lines there was another funny line that came from Raphael. it was when uh when you know when the turtles came they saw the tyrannosaurus and then there was another tyrannosaurus they're fighting each other and uh Raphael said a pretty funny line he says um i wonder if they fight like this over the check because <laughs> again, they're fighting over food, which the food with the turtles. I mean, they definitely had like a different writer this time. Yes, yes, they had a, a very playful writer, and like just the writing. Well, I would say like the writing in this episode, like it really was like. The, I'm pretty sure this is how the pitch idea came for this episode. They're like, all right, what we're we doing? Oh, you know what, kids, they like dinosaurs. Let's have that where the turtles meet the dinosaurs. Should they go back in time for this? No, that, that that that's too confusing and everything. Let's just the dinosaurs are in the are are in the center of the earth and like and as soon as like someone mentions they're like oh in the center of earth there's dinosaurs in in, in there like I'm pretty sure the writer's like you know what we can just write whatever we want it doesn't matter none of this makes sense <laughs> like who cares. <laughs> if, if they're if they're trying to wa- watch this for accuracy like you know, <laughs> let's go bananas yeah exactly yeah let's just go bananas like you know if kids want something accurate go watch pbs <laughs> like i mean but, but yeah like the, obviously the, the the premise of this episode is so 
hokey and silly that, like, you know, the writers are just like, you know what, screw it, let's just do whatever we want to do. And, you know, it came out great. There was a, a long show that was saying, even in the lost war, I can't lose you. <laughs> I love right. that too. Yeah, um, you know, I didn't write that one down, but I did... The one thing I want to note about that is like, as you said, uh, the Lost World, and obviously like they're in a, they're in an area where, uh, they're, like you know this is basically Lost World, mm-hmm. uh, but the second Jurassic Park book was actually titled The Lost World. Obviously, this episode came way before that book was released. I don't know when the first book was released, but I can tell you that the second book came out in the nineties. <laughs> Oh really? Yeah, but that that book was titled The Lost World and like so but like I don't know why now. I'm so interested in dinosaurs. I think it's because of our little son. Do you have any of those books? Uh Jurassic Park? Yes. Uh I'm pretty sure you, I, I don't. Um I mean I read it when I was a kid, but I'm pretty sure you don't want to read Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park is like I I think that's a little too scary for you. Uh, I, 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 I don't get scared in like Marvel movies. <laughs> I just want some stuff with dinosaurs. I'll, I'll get. I'll find some stuff for dinosaurs. <laughs> I got plenty of movies with dinosaurs. No, I don't want a movie. Oh, you want a book? I want a book. I oh. want a book that I can flip and look at the pictures and uh, feel I'll, awesome. All right, all right. I'll find some kid books with dinosaurs because you know, <laughs> Jurassic Park. There's no pictures. It's just words. No, I don't want a word. At one point, Crane he actually goes up into uh, the the prehistoric area. Yeah, like Crank had, had like a, a special machine. You're right. And so what he did, what he did was he sent a bunch of foot soldiers. Yes. And they went and like built this like machine kind of thing. And like, I mean, and these guys like built it fast. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know how Crank programmed these guys. Of like, I mean, they they this immediately built this like shelter area that Crank needed. Just awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he just. He was just able to sort of do the like they're just able to do this like within like three minutes, <sighs> and and while they were up there, and first I want to add like so at this point like uh they're um Roxanne and Bebop like they're dressed like they're in a safari, <laughs> <laughs> and the the foot soldiers also have the safari hats on, <laughs> Neca. This ultimate foot soldier that's coming that you guys are releasing like sometime this year, it better have a safari hat. I want to add a safari hat to my foot soldier now. <laughs> I, I know you're adding a, uh, a police hat. Now I want now a safari hat. Oh, that'd be cool. <laughs> well, I like, but yeah, I, I just thought it was just funny that we have like foot soldiers with safari hats. Oh, <laughs> um, but then at one point, the foot soldiers they're attacking uh, the turtles, and uh, you know this is like. They're, they're running they're running after turtles and this is like where when the turtles are they're riding on dippy they've you know the turtles have been became friends with dippy at this point and everything oh can you wait right yeah um cause, uh what i remember so uh crank had that machine but when he wanted to go um underneath the arrows he he also used the module right he used the module to get up there too yes so what was that machine for the machine was there for the crystal Oh, okay. They, they built the machine for the crystal so they can give the Technodrome the power. Okay. Okay. So that's what that machine was there for. Uh-huh. So at this point, the, the foot soldiers, they're going in to attack uh, the turtles. And Raphael mistakenly calls the foot soldiers 
Rock soldiers. Oh. Yeah, so you remember what the rock soldiers are, right? Rock soldiers, yes, I remember. Yeah, yeah, so these are obviously not the rock soldiers. <laughs> <laughs> well... And you said they're making a toy. Yeah, yes, you're making a toy of uh, Trag and Granitor. Mm-hmm. Uh, well... So, while all of this is going on, we, uh, Shredder, Roxanne, and Bebop, they succeeded on getting the crystal. Yes. And, and then Shredder, he actually drops the crystal. Yes. And at this point, like, there's a huge crack on the crystal. Yes. And, well. Did so, we get to the part that there was a lava? Yeah, so this is the part where the lava comes in, actually. Mm-hmm. It's because this is, like, where... Because when they get the crystal, like, you know, the uh, the turtles are on Dippy, and, uh, Sh- like, Shredder has, like, this, like, um, like, this heat ray kind of box thing. Yeah. And he, like, he just, uh, zaps the floor, uh, the, that that's between him and the turtles, and it creates a big lava between them. So, that, that, he uses that so he, so him, Roxanne, Bjorn can escape while the turtles are, like, trapped within like the lava surrounding them yes and the poor dinosaur he was jumping up and down. yes the poor dinosaur was like jumping like doing like the whole like mario jumping thing <laughs> from rock to rock <laughs> yeah exactly the, the, poor tippy tippy is over here doing all this um all this footwork for the turtles yes at this so at this point shredder gives krang the crystal. <laughs> the cracked crystal. The cracked crystal. And Krang looks at it and he's like, Shredder, there's a big crack in the crystal. And Shredder's like, where's a crack? And I, I really just want to, okay, okay. Dad, like, this is, this is like huge. I mean, and like, okay, maybe, maybe the animators or the artists, like, you know, maybe they exaggerated how big the crack should be. Because I mean, obviously, if they put a small little crack in, and no one's gonna notice, and and then and it just makes it confusing. And you know, this is a kid, this is a, this is a show for kids. We do, you know, <laughs> you, you you know, you you gotta make things obvious. But like, I mean, really, Shredder, really. And then the the funny part is, Shredder blames Rocksteady and Bebop on the thing when and like they're the ones who no no no, you're the one who dropped the crystal. <laughs> you see, like. For example, you ask the kids to to bring like the cup or something, right? And then they uh, drop it and crack it, and then say, "You crack it," and said, "Where's the crack?" Right, right, right. <laughs> exactly. Book. That's exactly what it was. They just play it. They just play it off like. But oh. you you missed the 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 funny part of this section. Like, oh, 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 what what part did I miss? Because uh, Crying told Shredder, "This crystal looks like you." And he said, uh, why? Uh, like, how? Is it flawless? <laughs> and he said, no, it's cracked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I really loved it. Um, I, I know you love any line that Crank says, especially when he's, like, insulting other people. Oh, I just <laughs> want to frame this. You just want to frame this line? <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, that... It, it, that, that was a really funny exchange. I actually really like that exchange a lot. And, like, you know, I'm glad you brought up the, ex- the exchange because I completely missed it. Uh, all right. So, at this point in the episode, this is where all, like, you know, Shredder, Krang, Roxanne, and Bebop, they're inside 
the like Krang's like built in like energy siphon area, whatever they want to call this thing that the foot soldiers built in like five minutes. And the turtles, they're they're like, oh, they're in there, but we need to get in there. And poor Dippy like smacking this thing, and his like uh, tail gets all red. But then Dippy calls in his friends, and which is like. Um, so many other yeah 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 one of them's on triceratops uh one of them's like the one with the dinosaur with the uh with the rocky head um if you guys are listening to this um i i don't i don't study paleontology i can't (laughs) say all these dinosaurs like you know i the turtle said what dippy was for a good while uh for like many times even april said what dippy was but I keep wanting to call him Brontosaurus, and I already forgot, like, what they called him. I think that they... Uh, I want to say... I don't know. I just know it was one of those that ate plants. Yes, exactly. Well, these dinosaurs, they tear a hole into uh, Krang's new little fortress. So the, the dinosaurs, they, they tear into the... They tear into um, the, the new base that Krang uh, built. And at this point... Uh, Rocksteady and Rocksteady and Bebop they have like their guns and everything and they're and they're ready to like uh, shoot at the turtles because the turtles like barged in mm-hmm. and Rocksteady says every mutant for himself and when he says this his lo- his mouth um they didn't animate his mouth kind of like oh. remember how the, how you caught with Splinter they yes. didn't animate his mouth they did same treatment with Rocksteady Rocksteady's just kind of like standing there with his gun in his hand and then and like there's no uh, mouth movement uh-huh. right and so so over here the turtles fight like you know uh, and then cr- they say that. Turtle fights with honor. Yeah, turtles fight with honor. Okay, yeah, I I, I wrote about this. Um, okay, so uh, I, so at one point, like you know, like uh, Leo shouts, "Turtle fights with honor," which is, I mean, all right, you you guys obviously know I love uh, Lasalle Shell. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That 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 is like that's become like one of my newer favorite lines. But like my favorite like catchphrase that they had was always like turtles fight with honor. Like, and because I, and I always felt like that was underutilized. Obviously, I found out recently that Let's All Shell has been underutilized as well. <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, but I, I love, like, you know, that's always the one I always, like, loved the most. Is because it, it, it was always, like, it was always a kind of a cool saying. And I was so happy when uh, Cam Clark signed my Leonardo action figure with that line. <laughs> um, but, yeah. So, he says that in uh, Shredder, like... Sure stands there with like two laser pistols behind his back. He was like, "Yeah, but I fight dirty." Yeah. Oh my god, I loved it. <laughs> yeah. No, that was all right. That is classic Shredder. This is like all right. So, you know, earlier in the fight, Shredder does something goofy where he's like, "Cause like uh, they're busting in and like Shredder's like, oh, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta start leaving with dignity.'" And then he shouts some nonsense. <laughs> Um, uh, but here, this is like, like, you know, this is like, okay, this is the shredder that, like, the kids, like, remember, like, you know, when, when people, like, you know, point out, like, this TV show, this, uh, series, and be like, oh, man, Shredder was such a cool villain, Shredder was such, 
like you know they remember this this is the shredder that they remember they don't obviously remember him fighting with krang or him jumping up and down or him complaining like a little child <laughs> they remember these moments but like you know th- this was a cool shredder moment <laughs> and well at this point the crystal is repaired because you know when Crank stayed Crank was basically babysitting the the crystal this, during this whole time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He was trying to make sure the like you know, and then like, uh, once it got, once it got repaired, he started like to power up the technodrome, and then Raphael throws his side to like cut the cable, and like you know, so obviously Crank. Next time you want to build this kind of like, um. Uh, three foot titanium wall kind of thing maybe like make uh cables that are also like um tougher so like knowing so a ninja turtle can't throw his sigh and it cuts the cable and like you and your crystal is like worthless <laughs> uh, i just saying i mean you know they did they put so much in effort on the exterior and then the interior just had, like, all these, like, design flaws. I mean, you know, this was fit, built by foot soldiers. It was not made in America. No. It was made into, it was made in the Technodrome. It was made in the center of the Earth. <laughs> or, you know, obviously made in from Dimension X, I should say. Because that's probably where these, like, you know, the foot soldiers and everything are coming from. No, everything made in uh, Dimension X is awesome <laughs> everything made <laughs> is that is that because you wear like your dimension x made earrings <laughs> well yeah so at this point like you know we had the we had like you know that 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 that, that action-packed uh fight music the one that you know i love and like we all love we're like you know and like you know oh man like you know like Things are going down, and like you're like yeah, and like the the laser fires, and then once Raphael ruins Krang's plan, and they get the crystal, then they start playing this very upbeat comical music, <laughs> and now the the end part of the fight becomes a pseudo. Foot, American football like match <laughs> between the turtles and the bad guys and like I mean and they're playing this like ridiculous music to go with it like you know like you, you know which you know which background music I'm talking about right I'm not it, sure. it, it, it was it was like very upbeat very like comical sounding uh-huh. yeah yeah well, funky yeah yeah very funky <laughs> and like so so um so for you football fans out there, they put something out there for you guys, especially you know football season has started back up, and uh, well, I don't know what the exact score was, but the turtles leave with the crystal, <laughs> <laughs> and because turtles fight with honor. Yeah, turtles fight with honor. That's right, and turtles also play football with <laughs> honor as well. And during this whole time, like no one, dro- no one fumbled the crystal. The crystal did not fall and break for a second time. The turtles they put the crystal back, like in the center uh, of this uh, area, and 
because obviously the dinosaurs and this this land needed that crystal for we, why we don't know. But there's some sort of science that goes with it, and they didn't really explain that, and then they don't need to explain that. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we're still trying to figure out why. There's a hole. There's a the, yeah exactly. There's the, there, there's a hole and everything. Uh, but something they do explain. We know we see that the turtles attach the blimp back onto the glider of the turtle blimp. <laughs> and uh, and then explain that they used the tar that the turtles were trapped in uh, it, um, earlier in the episode to like repair the hole that was made from the pterodactyl. <laughs> but we like like so we see them actually grab this blimp part back again. This is the first time we've ever seen them do this. <laughs> because most of the time when they detach the blimp, they just we just they just let it go. Yes. Exactly. So, and that, uh, and then obviously our our like you know our playful ending is because uh, Michelangelo suggests uh, April to go to this prehistoric area for her vacation, and she's like, I don't know. And then a ter- pterodactyl comes and like carry, carries her out, <laughs> and she starts screaming. <laughs> uh, now, here's something I really want to add is all right first like there's a huge hole in new york city i mean this should be like this should be like a big thing this should like you know burn thompson should have like called up april there should have been like news van everywhere on there should have been like i mean i don't understand why there's no like cones around this big hole it's like you know like how do you miss that like i i mean i i don't know how like nothing got like barricaded from in there um the other thing is, this is like a amazing area where we find out that dinosaurs are still roaming the earth. And who is in here? A TV news reporter is in here. How, how did this not make it into the news? Like, how is this, like, not, like, ever brought up again? How is it, how is it, like, the turtles are, like, like, you know, they never, like, oh, you know what? Remember, like, do you know, remember those dinosaurs in the middle, in the middle of the earth? Like, you know, like, like, how is it, like, you know, how is it, like, you know, they just... Like, let this go, or, like, you know... Forget about it. Forget about it, and, like... You can't tell me, like, with a big hole like this, that only the turtles were the only ones curious enough to go down it? Probably because Shredder put some... Not Shredder. Crank put some lava and fixed that hole. Probably. That has to be it. But, yeah, it's just a weird concept that we have this underneath underneath the earth and, like... And, like, just the, everyone above the Earth is, like, none the wiser of this. They're, like, <laughs> they're so oblivious to this. And this, uh, you know, well, like I said, April's a news reporter. I don't know how she did it. This is, like, this would be breaking news. <laughs> and everyone would be talking about this. And then she just kind of, um... Have fun with it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, this is actually what Old Man Winters had to say about this episode. 
He says, uh, first he says he never read uh, Jules Verne directly. Uh, actually, I'm, I'm with you there. I never actually, I know who Jules Verne is. Like, you know, he wrote about uh, the center of the earth. Uh, I, um, uh, but I never read any of his stories, like, directly. But, like, it's, he's very referenced uh, in here. And obviously, like, like uh, one of his... Um, one of his uh, famous stories is a journey to the center center of the earth. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But he also wrote uh, future uh, Ninja Turtle arc- incarnations did similar stories about turtles discovering hidden sub- subterranean civilizations, sometimes even with dinosaurs. But oftentimes those locals be- become recurring scenes and characters in the series. It's something of a shame that the dinosaurs uh, were one off of the classic. Uh, series, uh, and yeah, like, in exactly, how are these guys like? How are these guys not only like? How are these guys like one off? Like, how is it that they never get brought up again? <laughs> like you would, th- like, uh, and uh, I, I know we both mentioned this. We think think the writers just had a field day with this one because <laughs> they probably like okay, this is the most, this is like so ridiculous <laughs> that like. It whatever whatever happens, it doesn't matter, <laughs> and like and I'm pretty sure they're, they're just in that they have the whole concept of like, well, you know what? The limit is the sky. Yeah, the the, the sky is the limit. It yeah. doesn't matter. <laughs> it, it 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 like you know it's like oh why didn't why didn't the turtles do this? Why is the crystal powering um the center Earth? Why how is there light in the um, in this area that they can see everything. And the, someone probably answered, there's dinosaurs in the center of the earth. They're like, all right, you know what, you're right. It does everything, all logic's thrown out the window. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, like, and, like, you know, obviously we're saying this as this is a show where... what? Yeah, this is a show for kids. Also, this is a show that we have accepted that, mu- that four turtles can turn into, like, uh mutant teenagers were but they act like they're like 20 something year olds instead of this is a show that a brain is talking that's right exactly he's being cool and everything exactly exactly yeah (laughs) so you know obviously we're not coming in into the show looking for logic (laughs) and like you know but i do like the fact that uh, to be honest I do like the fact that they just like, kind of like rolled with it and then tried to make sense of it. Even though we're even though for the past hour we were trying to make sense of it. But Yeah, it's because like as a human even though you accept that imagination, but sometimes the the logic is still working. Like, right, you exactly. You can't like turn it off. Right, 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 right. Exactly. Well, you know, the whole point of this podcast is us like pointing all their inconsistencies and Yes, it's just having fun. Yeah, we're just having fun. Exactly. I mean, I'm sure this is why you guys listen to us. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah. So uh, there was a scene that I just thought. Yeah. Uh, that uh, I thought it was like very like comic shot that uh, we saw a hand of a uh, foot soldier on the floor. But uh, and in the back, we saw turtles. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I thought it was, like, so, like, 
if you frame that shot, you feel like more it came from like a comic than the. Yes, yes. No, I agree. And you know, there was another shot of where, and I want to say it's with uh, Rocksteady and Bebop and Shredder, like uh, and I, I like before the lava scene where we also seen like broken foot soldier parts. Uh-huh. That like in like they're just like lying on the ground and like so most of the time in this show when we see like the broken foot soldier parts they like you know the foot soldiers break and then we just don't see those parts we just kind of like move on yeah like you know we we like we see it for like one scene and then we don't see it like lying around so it is kind of like weird that they chose like this episode we're like hey. Hey, the foot soldiers broke over here. Okay, let's just just keep the tan over there. Keep keep this stu- uh, stuff over there. Well, wasn't it cool? It was. To be honest, yes, yeah, it, it is really cool. As you said, it's a really good like comic shot and, and everything. I like you know, if you like, if you just like kind of like take that shot and like show it to like, if you take that shot and show it to parents, they can take it the wrong way and be like, oh my god, this show is so violent. <laughs> Because, <laughs> you know, the puzzle's hand looks like a human hand. Yes, at first it was, because uh, if you remember, I made you pause that. Yes, yes, you made me pause at that scene. Because like, I was like, like, what happened? Like, what happened? Why is there a hand there? And I was, I was like, oh, no, honey, that's the foot soldier hand. <laughs> but I kind of loved it because uh, as an artist, when you draw, they say that, okay, put something in the front, put something in the background. Like, yeah. They even make the background like some layers. Right. And uh, it was kind of like that. Right. No, no. I, I, def- I definitely agree with you. I'm going to say this about this episode. I felt like the backgrounds were kind of like lazy looking. I mean, I know they drew a lot of new areas for the background, but it was a lot of like static. Yes. Even the dinosaurs, I thought that the graphic of the dinosaurs wasn't matching with the whole cartoon right it was like a kitty dinosaur from another cartoon suddenly came to right right yeah it was almost like you know we came into like another series that's meeting with our turtles with our with our current series and then it almost looks like they brightened everything up in this episode to match that style Yes, because for example, I don't know, they could put some texture or shadow or something right. on the the dinosaurs that they feel like more acceptable, like the. the yeah. Understand? Yeah. No. No. no I, I. Yeah. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. I understand. They, they just had like a flat color. Um, yeah. And very thin um, surrounding line. Right. I mean, because I mean, and the only reason we're both being critical about this is because we've seen the show do these kind of designs really good and and then like it was almost like like we get to these dinosaurs and it was almost like they just they just brought in like the c team to come in and just do something real quick yes. and like it, it just didn't feel i had the love that like some of the some of the other like newer like characters or other episodes would get yes no i def i definitely agree with you there and and I think a part of it is probably because of how long this season is, because you know this is like over forty episodes, like in a in a year, and and then that's supposed to come out like every day. So obviously, they're probably some of these they have to rush through, and so um, so obviously some episodes are not going to get that tender love as like some of the other episodes. Every day. Yeah. The, yeah. Like. Th- yeah. These episodes like aired like. 
uh, five days a week. Oh my god. Yeah, it was came on after school, and then like you know, if your bus was late, you got mad because you didn't want to <laughs> miss the show. We didn't have DVR back then. <laughs> we barely knew how to program our VCR. Actually, I remember when I learned how to program my VCR. I thought it was the most blessing thing. I was like, oh my gosh, I can record stuff while I was, while while uh, I'm I'm studying or something like that. I just remember when I was young. Those those day was the snowing. It was um, and the school was off. My dad came home with a uh, VHS of Ninja Turtles, and we we're like, what is it? And then my mom said. This is a this is a show more for the boys, so he he went and bought uh, mermaid first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, have, have you have you told your mom that you're now like watching um like this show every week? Oh, he knows. Like all of our pictures are somehow related <laughs> to turtles. He knows. She knows. I'm sorry. Yeah. Before we uh, uh end this podcast, something I really want to bring up is that uh, Old Man Winters on our Discord channel, uh, he he brought up some Spanish-exclusive kiosk series of storybooks that uh, did some variations of this episode, and he put like the links on our Discord uh, channel, and he even provided some uh, illustrations of, like, in which almost looks like a manga with, with the turtles and the dinosaurs, if you want. Oh, that's so cool. It is actually really cool. Uh, if you guys are not on our Discord channel, like you should definitely join it. Um, especially with all the awesome nuggets that like Old Man Winters like brings up for us. Oh, he's awesome. He is he is incredible. I, I like um like all the stuff he brings up is like really cool. And uh you, so you I kinda think he's somehow connected to Crank. He has all the <laughs> He has all like the knowledge. He has all the cool stuff, right? Which no one else has. Yeah, exactly. No, no, you're you're absolutely right about that. Uh, but yeah. Uh, so if you're not part of our Discord channel, like definitely, definitely join in. Definitely, we want to have you guys join in on our conversation. Uh, and if you need a link to get in there, just shoot me a message on Twitter or email us, and I'll make sure that uh, we get you um in our Discord channel. So that's everything we have. Uh, for this episode, join us next week. We'll be talking about the episode April Fool. April Fool? April Fool, yeah, that's what they call. Uh, you know, uh, and apparently an alternate title for this episode is April Foolish. Um, but I had to check because uh, I was and like, it's titled April Fool on the DVD, so. But yeah, if you have any uh, questions or memories or comments or things you want to add um, about this episode, uh, be sure to tweet at us at Turtle Recall Pod uh, on Twitter or email us at TurtleRecallPodcast at gmail.com. Also, if you want to leave us a voicemail, like, you know, um, Larry Last Running left us uh, some couple of voicemails. Uh, we actually like to receive them and we like to hear from you guys. <laughs> uh, so uh, be sure uh, to email us, email us at that too and we can like try to, uh, we'll, we'll put you in, in there as well. All right. Uh, that's pretty much everything we have for this week. Next week we come back with the normal creamer, not the hazelnut creamer. Yeah, we yes, no no more hazelnut creamer for for Anna next week. All right, till next time, guys. See ya. 
Thanks for listening to us. If you have any comments or memories you want to share, be sure to reach out to us on Twitter at Turtle Recall Pop. Turtle Recall is proud to be a part of the Res TV network. Be sure to go to res.tv to check out our podcast and other great podcasts they have available.